Hello and welcome to Talking HE. My name is Antonio Vasant. In this episode, we speak to Dr. Febronia Cristodelidi, a senior lecturer in counselling and psychotherapy in the School of Psychology at the University of East London. We discuss what is the pedagogy of vulnerability and why it's important. What were the drivers for implementing this pedagogy? The benefits seen of making yourself more vulnerable with your students, the challenges faced when teaching in this way, and the advice you'd give other academics wanting to pursue a similar pedagogy with their students. We hope you enjoy this episode. I am Dr. Febronia Cristodulidi, or you can call me Fenia, as people know me, uh, and I'm a senior lecturer in counselling and psychotherapy at the University of East London, where I've been working for the last uh, 10 years, teaching on the basic counselling predominantly, but also contributing to some of the postgraduate courses. Thank you, Fenya, for your time this afternoon. I'd like to begin by asking, what is the pedagogy of vulnerability and why is it important? Yes, so it is really uh, an approach towards how we engage with students and how we teach, which uh, introduces a shift, if you like, from uh, this persona of a lecturer who is all-knowing and um, you know never makes mistakes, uh, or has a lot of authority in the knowledge they hold, to presenting a more humane aspect um, of you know the lecture and also making links uh, between theory and practice. So if the lecturer is risking some tentative self-disclosure, for example. Uh, offering examples to students where things may go wrong when they have translated theory to practice, you know, to the real world, uh, or having an attitude which invites the idea that we are co-learners and in this process of learning uh, with the students rather than purely the authority figure who is kind of indestructible, you know, as students tend to see us. Um, there's a lot of benefits that can come out of that, which I've seen uh, in my teaching. Um, and I can go into this, you know, in more detail, but just to give a bit of uh, perhaps context, uh, this concept, you know, I came across uh, first time by reading a book by Brandt Mayer and McKenna, who are two Americans. Uh, they have a book, uh, a 2020 publication called The Pedagogy of Vulnerability. And when I read that, I thought, Yes, this is very much what I do with my students, and it gave me a framework to be able to describe it, which then led me to write my paper, where I explain it in the context of teaching counseling psychotherapy students in particular. Um, so to answer to the question, why is it important? Uh, well, it does shift um, it facilitates for students to shift from intellectualizing what they learn to actually experiencing at a more visceral level. Um, mm. This is one of the benefits that mm. it makes them really reflect on how what they learn applies to them 
and how it makes sense in relation to the history um, or how they perceive the world. Of course, it depends on what is the subject that we are teaching. But by doing that, it also makes them very much more engaged. The students become really interested to not just have somebody, you know, talking to them, you know, uh, about things in a theoretical way, but really engaging with the topics they learn at the more experiential level and contribute in that sense. Mm. Uh, and also, I think, you know, students come to university with a lot of anxiety uh, about the expectations. And when the lecturer admits it, you know, when they don't know something or when they feel uncertain about something or they have challenges in their practice, although they are experienced and, you know, we're people with PhDs and lots of years of experience. So if we can admit to students that, you know, there's some instances where we may get it wrong or we might not know and need to find out, that really uh, changes that, you know, it helps students with their anxiety about wanting to perform, you know, at the top level uh, without ever making a mistake, you know. Mm. So mm. it brings the idea that, you know, if we are more vulnerable and risk this, you know, humane aspect, um, then that's how we also discover our resilience and our creativity and that it's okay to make mistakes and the university is the space that as we learn and we experiment with things, we, yeah, we do make the mistakes and then we can reflect on them. Mm. What have been the drivers for you to implement this pedagogy into your practice? It is a response really to uh, wanting to, you know, in my pastoral role, to want to support students um, to overcome this anxiety uh, and is also my desire to help them, as I say, translate theory to practice. So, for example, when I teach, you know, about counselling and I bring, I bring examples from my own practice, you know, working uh, outside university with real clients and what happens when things have gone wrong or when I was feeling lost or uncertain and I needed to go and find out information when I felt out of my depth. Um, and then that means that when the student, you know, as a novice goes out on placement, for example, to experiment with this new knowledge and they see that the tutors, yeah, even them, you know, that have done this for many years and they are um, at a different uh, stage of their career, then that gives them permission, if you like, to engage with the learning uh, with more courage and more trust that, you know, in, in the process that they yeah. can actually advance their skills and that there is time to do that. So that has been, well, you know, my drive to assist students and also in terms of our relationship with students. I want us at the university to be lecturers, you know, tutors who um, the students feel comfortable to come and ask for help, um, especially in a very culturally diverse experience. Uh, you know, environment where students may think that, I don't know, they may have a different relationship to figures of authority. It makes us far more approachable uh, being in that way. What benefits have you seen in yourself being more vulnerable with your students? Benefits in myself? I mean, I find it quite exciting to uh, and far more engaging for me to be able to bring uh, real examples um, and relate with students in that way. Um, and the students have, uh, I have seen many examples where they have overcome, you know, 
as I say, these debilitating feelings that they may be present and they get in the way of the learning because they feel empowered. Uh, they also feel that they can bring their stories. I think in pedagogy, you know, storytelling is a very powerful tool as well. Mm, yes. Um, and they they create what we call, you know, we see that in the literature, you know, they live the experience in the classroom, you know, so they can bring their experience alive. And this uh, creates uh, a learning environment which is very conducive to what they're doing. And I think that is particularly empowering for students who, uh, you know, are minoritized or they feel that their voices are not heard. Um, it almost gives them, you know, uh, permission to actually bring the difficulties they may have faced. It may be related, I don't know, to racism, for example, or um, I don't know, being neurodiverse or anything that they consider uh, something that they need to, you know, fight for or overcome. Mm. Uh, this has proven to me you know, that it can be very empowering to them. And what have been the challenges of teaching in this way? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think in terms of the lecture, you know, the tutor themselves, you, yeah, you need to feel a bit, a level of, you know, confidence and being comfortable about disclosing some of, uh, you know, your own personal stories, which I don't know if everybody is um, is willing to do that. Um, which I have said, you know, that I have found it very useful in the ways I've described. Um, I mean, some of the challenges may be that the perception of the students shift towards you. Uh, although I always ask students, you know, having known, for example, these examples about my practice and how I dealt with it, what is your perception of me now? And it has always been like a positive shift that, oh, yes, now I can see, you know, if I was to encounter that difficulty, I would remember this example that, you know, how you dealt with it and you made it really, you know, you translated very much into the real world. Um, I think also it's important to say that this pedagogy is not about excusing or enabling. Uh, I think sometimes we may make that mistake that if we, it doesn't mean that we don't keep to standards, you know, by allowing the vulnerable side. It doesn't mean that we don't look for excellence. That's not the case, but it's it's a process. It's like a journey that allows a lot of experimentation. Um, and also, it, I'm not talking about random exposure or, or a random self-disclosure. You know, it needs to be tentative and put in context, you know, about what we, we share. Um, and mm. also, this is not something that, uh, you know, potentially some students may fear that this may raise some conflict in the group, because if they were to be encouraged by that to share their experiences, they may there may be a fear that there is conflict, but actually, in my experience, it, the opposite has happened, where there's a lot of solidarity uh, among students and also, you know, overcoming feelings like shame, for example, you know, when, um, you know, a student may feel that they may have certain difficulties that get on the way of the learning. So I guess, you know, answering to the question of what are the challenges is that, it it uh, it requires a bit of risk taking, I would say that you know that comes any time that we uh, risk something of ourselves to a you know to a certain audience. You know, in this case, it would be a class. That's what I would say. And what advice would you give to other academics wanting to explore this approach with their students? It's very much about experimenting with it and, and see 
how you know it lands in the context of the discipline as well. I guess in my case, because I'm teaching, you know, people who will be counselors and psychotherapists, there is an element of, um, you know, uh, we're used to be expressing or talking about our feelings, for example, or about trauma, about relationships, which may not be the same when you teach, I don't know, something more technical. But nevertheless, I think in any discipline, this pedagogy has something to offer in terms of how we relate to students. You know, are we, uh, do the students see us as allies or do we see us as somebody that they cannot approach? Um, are we, you know, friendly in, in their struggle? Are we coming with very strong expectations that they may become barriers? So I would say that my my um, encouragement to you know to other academics would be to see the effect for themselves. You know what is it like if I bring my more humane um, aspect? You know when I relate to students, uh, how do I listen to students? Um, when they share, you know, the difficulties or the struggles or the enthusiasm, whatever it is they bring? And am I prepared to, you know, be open about my own experiences, which they often uh, find it very refreshing. They want to see, you know, how somebody who is more experienced on this journey they're in is dealing with things or, you know, they're really interested in the stories, we have to say. So I would very much say, you know, to experiment and see how this lands with a specific group in a specific discipline. An element we could say is that it brings more of an embodied experience uh, towards learning rather than, let's say, just approaching with, with our intellect. And also I quite like the idea that, you know, what happens with the power dynamics, you know, in the classroom, in the university setting. I think the students feel that we are powering with them, you know, in the journey they're in, rather than, you know, having this power over, you know, that comes often with, as I say, with the figures of authority that the students often tend to see in, in a lecture. Mm. So I think that's an important, you know, this shift from uh, power over to power with is something that is important to name. Thank you to Fenya for her time. Fenia's article, A Pedagogy of Vulnerability, Its Relevance to Diversity Teaching and Humanizing Higher Education, is available in the Journal of Equity in Education and Society. If you've got a comment or query, or would like to appear on a future episode of Talking HE, then please email santanu at santanuvasant.com. Thanks for listening. I've been Santanu Vasant, and this has been Talking HE.